0: Jim, thank you for having me back. I uh, love having you here. It's nice to be here. Well, I'll just start talking about my great run in the marathon. Um, I decided, I mean, I've run quite a bit over the years, and I decided that one of these things I wanted to do was to run a marathon. And as I'm getting older, I'm thinking I'm just gonna have to just do it. And uh, I literally ran myself into the ground because I hurt myself three weeks before training my knee. And my doctor, that is John Barasso, my doctor. <laughs> I mean, we're on the Senate floor, and he's feeling my knee. I'm like, this looks weird, you know, for C-SPAN. And uh, we uh, we decided it was a meniscus. I decided that, and, and I said, what should I do? I really want to run this. I've been training. I don't know what to do. And he goes, if you can take the pain, you're not going to hurt yourself anymore. Just go out and do it. Well, at long about mile 18. What was I thinking? I ran into my do- my daughter, came down to watch, and I had some family along the route. And if you remember that day, it was terrible weather, terrible weather. Did anybody else in the room run it or out that day? Because it was pouring rain, and it was chilly. But all I kept telling myself was, all I have to do is finish, and I did Uh, and so uh, I'm never doing that again (laughs) and my doctor has now told me that my knees no no longer hurting it took about really literally five to six weeks to stop hurting so um, I ran the other day just to kind of test it out and it's, it's doing okay but it's a really fun event it's fun because so many people are out cheering you on and they have signs that say you running better than Congress, and all these kinds of different. Uh, the kids are dressed up, so it's a really festive event. So if you, if you don't want to run it, you just kind of want to watch it. it, it it's fun to, it's fun to see. Um, I did hit the medical tent <laughs> midway through, looking for some more Advil, but I. They were they were only giving Tylenol out, which I whatever I'll take it. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm glad I have the medal now, and that's I literally could not walk after I finished. I couldn't even walk to the car hardly. My husband's like, "Come on!" I'm like, "I can't." Um, so anyway, that was that was a good day uh, to be able to do that. And uh, let's see uh, what's going on. I don't really have a planned speech, which is is I'm um, um, sure very, very thrilled about. So I'm gonna talk about how uh, I, I became um, chair of Homeland Security Appropriations uh, Subcommittee. No controversy there at all. So <laughs> what we're looking at now on our side, on the Senate side, is uh, we were able to get through our, through our full committee of $5 billion for the wall. Obviously this is where the president's big um, area of emphasis, emphasis is for him. And we were able to get sufficient amount of dollars for the uh, immigration, for the beds, which is another area that the president, and there's a big contention between our Republican and Democrat sides. So we were able to kind of settle that in the Senate, but the House had zero for the wall. So we are like, we have been miles apart. We are getting closer together. So the, the way I see this whole thing folding together, because the press keeps asking me, do you think we can get these all done by the, the end of next week? And uh, I said, it's, I still think it's possible because if my bill settles, everything else settles because I have to, you know, the president's got to be satisfied, I think, uh, with uh, the wall number and that there's no writers on there that would handcuff him in terms of being able to transfer. Although I thought it was interesting yesterday, a court in Texas uh, ruled that the president could not take defense money and, uh, and transition it to, a, to the wall. So we'll have to see where this all goes. So we are getting closer. Uh, Louise roble Allard is my counterpart on the House side. It's I served with her, you served with her. We have a great relationship, so we're able to pick up the phone and call one another. And when you get right down to it, there's a lot of decisions that, as they say, have to be bumped upstairs. But if you ask Shelby, like, how is it going, Senator Shelby? I'll say I'll go over to him on the floor and I go, how are we doing on negotiations? I get the same answer every time. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts his hands up like this, like he's praying. And um, but I tell you what, I, one of the great experiences I had was last year we went to the we went to the Oval Office to negotiate with the president to tell him that we were able to get. At that point, I think we got. Um, can't remember what the exact figure was maybe 2.4 for the wall in last year's bill and we wanted to convince the president that this is as good as you're going to get and that you need to accept it and it was me and Shelby and um, Kirsten Nielsen was the um, uh, Secretary of Homeland Security she was there Mulvaney was there I'd never really been in a you know a pressing kind of meeting at, at in the Oval Office and um, the president's sitting there and and I'm I was. This is. I was going to get to observe um, Senator Shelby, and I'd never really been around him all that much to see what he does. You know, he's an old school guy. He was magnificent, really. It was so fun to watch because he starts talking about. Bear Bryant, and Alabama football, and the president's just eating it up, you know, talking about who's the best quarterback ever, and I'm just sort of watching, uh, listening, and uh, every time the president, as he does, would get off into a different tangent, then Shelby would sort of rein him back in that, you know, we got this 2.5, I think it was 2.5, 2.5 for the wall, it's pretty good, that's as good as we're going to get, and we need to take it, and... Um, and then the president would go off on some other topic, as he does, and, uh, and Shelby would bring him back. Now you know where we are on this. Uh, in any event, it was a, a futile uh, venture, uh, <laughs> as you recall, because, we sho- because the government got shut down. But in the end, we were right, because we had that much money in, in there for the wall, and in the end, it ended up with $1.375. And a miserable shutdown of government, which is is miserable and was miserable. So anyway, we're back at it again, uh, and we're working with the president hand in glove, and also with our, our counterparts on the House side. So hopefully, I, I stand. I think the theory is there's going to be at least two bills, many buses that will go through, uh, and and we'll see if we can get that get that far. Like some of my counterparts on some of the other committees, chairmen are saying that their bills are pretty are pretty settled. There's a few little open items, but so we're closing in on it. So that's good news for, uh, for our appropriations. And now it could all disintegrate and we could end up into a continuing resolution until February. So that leads me to the next subject. The When the uh, Senator McConnell gave us our uh, schedules this year, which was just last week, we got a schedule for 11 months. There was nothing for January. Uh, somebody, uh, yeah, it's just a big blank. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's very frustrating. It's going to be very frustrating. I, we're, I'm trying to plan, I'm up for re-election this year, you know what that means, you're out traveling around, trying to garner your resources, and a lot of that takes you uh, out of state and in state trying to do that. You can't plan any of this. It's, it's gonna be very frustrating. So what we're hearing is that when the House pushes uh, the, uh, we expect this, the uh, uh, impeachment resolution's over, that we will then begin January the second is what we're supposed we're charged with being ready January the second. Although I think it may push to the fifth because that the second is a Thursday and then the fifth is I think the following Monday. Would that be right? Yeah, fifth or sixth, whatever the Monday, whatever that Monday is. Uh, and then we have to be in our seats, no talking, no devices, and wait for six uh, six to eight hours a day uh, for six days a week while we hear the presentation by the house managers and then the defense of the president. So there's a lot of, I think, strategy that's gonna go into this in terms of how long will it be, what kind of witnesses need to be called, what kind of depositions need to be called, uh, need to be um, uh, called for. Uh, the, so the, uh, Ch- Justice Roberts will be the presiding judge uh, in mm-hmm. the uh, impeachment. Uh, Hearing and he will make decisions. We will funnel our questions through him And then he will make a decision as to whether or not they move forward uh, Any procedures, but then we can still override his opinion (coughs) if we have 51 votes to be able to do that So this is a whole new world for me. Uh, I'm very deeply sorry that it's uh, come to this I've been very vocal in my opposition to the process that's been going, gone forward in the House side. I don't think it's been a fair process. It's been so highly partisan politicized. It's not good for the, it's not good for the Congress. It's not good for the nation. I literally, my uh, barometer of what people are worried about is when I go to the grocery store and they're all like, everybody in our grocery stores are like, stop. Just, can you guys just do what you were set up there to do? I mean, this is, I mean, this is just so we'll see what happens because in the end I'll be a juror and I'll have to judge on the merits and see and see what happens uh, there so that is a big blank we also have other things uh, rolling in we have the NDAA um, uh, authorization that we'll be doing this week we're gonna be doing judges now I'll give you a little fun fact because we know how Senator McConnell feels about this and we all do too (laughs) But um, he's particularly passionate We just, we will have confirmed our our 50th um, circuit judge uh, by the end of this week, uh, and that's in three years. uh, During President Obama's um, uh, eight years, in, uh, yeah, eight years, he was able to get something like 56 judges confirmed. So we are really um, moving fast and furious, and uh, McConnell's put a lot of emphasis on this. More people want to be legislating than passing judges and doing administrative work, but it is important work, the courts are important, and uh, he wants to wrap that successfully by the end of the year, and we've been very supportive of that. We met the new senator from Georgia yesterday. She came to our uh, lunch, and uh, we're so sorry to be losing probably one of the nicest, uh, most genuine uh, people I've ever met. Johnny Isaacson is just beloved by everybody, uh, he's really struggled uh, just moving, if you've seen him, it's, it's just difficult for him, so he's making the right decision, he had a back surgery last summer, I think really set him back, so he, we're going to miss him, but it's going to be great to have another Republican woman, and uh, Kelly, uh, we, we will welcome her to, to our, into our midst, and uh, I look forward to having her, and with her business background, very successful. So with that, I'll just kind of open up to questions, and um, it's an honor for me to be I do have one Donald Trump story I'll tell, because you always want me to tell my funny stories. Yeah, <laughs> Everything this morning has been great. So. One, one story. I flew to uh, West Virginia with the president. Uh, he can't bring his big plane, because we don't have long enough runways or you go up the side of a mountain. But uh, we were on, and the, the normal protocol is the president will invite you into his little area. Uh, if, if he wants to talk to you, you've been on the plane I'm sure with the presidents and it's sort of the same kind of thing. So the president had asked me if I wanted to come up and sit in his area. It was the day that Mueller testified in the, uh, so he's dictating his tweets. He was not tweeting himself, he was dictating, and the tweeter guy says, Mr. President, you're winning today. You don't need to be, you know, calling Nancy Pelosi names today. But, um, and the the president's like, oh, yeah. But anyway, um, as we were getting ready to land, the president goes and, uh, you know, looks in in his restroom, looks in the mirror and stuff, you know, if we're going to land and, you know, how they always take big pictures and TV and stuff as you get off. And then he comes out and he looks at me and he goes, well, if you want to freshen up, you can use my bathroom. And I'm thinking to myself, does he think I need to freshen up, number one? But number two, yeah, I want to see the president's bathroom. Because, so I'm going to go in there. And so as I start heading in, he turns around and looks at me, and he goes, plenty of hairspray in there. <laughs> I thought, okay, at least he has a sense of humor about all the hairspray. There. So anyway, with that, um, oh, i right. Thank you guys.